Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders, where I help women in entry-level roles grow their confidence and advance their career. I hope you're tuning into this episode because you have listened to part one and you are so excited. You've done the work and now you're ready to jump into part two in getting ready to feel more confident and ask for that raise. Let's jump in and get started with part two. How are you feeling after that exercise? Are you feeling invigorated and excited thinking, yes, I deserve a raise right now. Like, how did I not see that before? I thought I was worthy of it, but now for sure I'm thinking, yes, I'm more confident because it's black and white showing that growth and the progression that I've had in this short amount of time. If you're thinking, oh, well, that exercise didn't work out so well in my favor, again, this is a great opportunity for you to see, are there things that you could be taking on? Are there projects that you could volunteer for? How about having a conversation with your leader to say, hey, I would like to take on additional projects so I can continue learning and growing and developing in this role and being the best team member that I can be uh, to contribute to the mission, the vision, the goals of this company, right? Hopefully that gives you some excitement or some direction in which you want to head in. Because if you're thinking, okay, well, maybe I'm not ready to ask for a raise yet. Again, this is self-awareness and guidance for you. But even if you aren't taking on a whole lot of additional tasks, then I want you to think of how well are you performing? Are you taking on like the most amount of email tickets for your team? Are you answering the most amount of phone calls? Are you getting the most amount of customer satisfaction responses back from the people that you serve? How are you making an impact compared to your other team members? So that could be an added exercise for you if you feel like that previous exercise didn't yield the right results you were looking for. That's when you can take it in a different direction so that you can say, okay, I do feel like I'm making a difference, but that exercise didn't really proved to be fruitful. Okay, well, let's talk about pulling the different stats. If your team uh, shares what those stats are week by week, maybe it's month over month, going back and looking at those reports and seeing how you compare to other team members, because that can also help you uh, in your efforts to getting a bigger pay raise or advocating for a pay raise in general. Okay. Because sometimes in entry-level roles, Maybe there isn't a whole lot of additional pay increases that you'll get before you promote into another role. Well, what if you really like the work that you're doing and you are really good at it? You don't really want to move to other roles. You could still be eligible for a pay increase. And we'll talk about how to have those conversations as well. So since we're on the topic of pay increase uh, specifically, some companies will say, oh, we're, we're giving you a pay increase every year. I would push back on that a little bit from your leader. This is where it's more beneficial if you have a great relationship with your leader, but it can still work out if you don't have the best relationship with your leader. You're going to want to go and talk to them if you have a better relationship and say, hey, with this raise that's coming up, I know that we're 
you know, having our performance evaluated, is this a cost of living increase or is it a pay increase based on my skills, abilities, and contributions? What does that look like? And they might not have the answer for you and that's okay. Let them go back to HR or to upper leadership. Let them go find out those answers for you because that's going to be important, especially for women. The gap is there because you might think, oh, well, I got a pay increase. But in reality, it was a cost of living increase and you really didn't get a pay increase. So I want you to differentiate that and have those hard conversations with your leader. And even if you don't get along very well with your leader, you could even go to HR and say, hey, I know we're having some pay increases coming up or our salaries renegotiated, whatever that looks like, uh, depending on the jargon of the company that you work for. Ask HR, ask someone, maybe it's a different leader that you are more comfortable with. Maybe you start talking with other people on your team and say, hey, Uh, I know we've had talks about uh, pay increases coming up. Have you heard anything more about it? Have you heard if it's a pay increase on, again, our skills, our abilities, our contributions, uh, things that we have done? uh, And that could mean a variety of different pay increases based on where you're at. Or is your company saying, oh, everyone gets maybe it's one to three percent of an increase based on you know, some of these companies that are more established have the meets expectation or needs improvement or satisfactory, right? Uh, I cringe at those days that I worked for a company that had that because it was, it felt very constrictive and uh, that I wasn't able to effectively advocate for the changes that I wanted. So I wished I had a video like this back then because I know it would have helped give me more guidance to talk to my leader who I had a great relationship with, but I think neither of us really pushed back on what the like status quo was. So we kind of went along with what everyone else was doing. No one else was like revolting or, you know, saying anything that was causing a ruckus, but maybe things were happening behind the scenes and maybe there were people that were advocating for a bigger raise because they had those conversations in advance of what that would look like. So that's why I think it's important to have those conversations when, whenever you can to get a better understanding of what is going into that. Always helpful to understand, okay, when we talk about end of year pay increases, what all goes into that? What's evaluated? How am I evaluated amongst my team or my peers? And then you can start adjusting however you want for your own performance from there. So helpful to always have more information whenever you can to help you show up at your best and help you redirect right wherever you want to head in. If you're wanting to make more money, maybe that is stepping it up in your current role or taking on more, uh, having that recognition of, okay, maybe I am kind of going with the flow and I would like to make more money. So what would that look like for me specifically? And having those conversations with your leader is a great start because if you're doing all the work and your leader has no idea what you're doing, especially for leaders who really aren't involved in the day-to-day, maybe because you're working remotely or maybe your leader is at a different location or 
whatever that might be, if you're not utilizing those one-on-ones to have conversations or maybe you don't have one-on-ones at all, maybe they constantly get pushed back or maybe they constantly get canceled. How are you able to communicate what you're doing above and beyond or how can you know really where you're at in your performance if you're not having those discussions? So working on getting those consistently as well to help with your own growth and development within your company. All right, so we've talked about the pay increase, uh, what that looks like, what does it consist of. If they say we only have pay increases based on these certain percentages, that's when you can say, okay, well, let's talk about a bonus then. Can we, what would that look like? So there are templates also listed here where you can download them. There are going to be different templates for different conversations that you can have with your boss that you could simply copy and paste and edit as needed for your certain situation so that you feel confident starting those conversations. Maybe it's reviewing the template and then going in and having that conversation with your boss face-to-face or via video chat, whatever that looks like. And you can always have that template right up on your screen, which I love about the virtual world right now is having Anything you need to help you feel more confident right there on your screen next to your video. Nothing wrong with that. I do it myself and I've been in leadership for over 10 years. So super helpful, help you feel more confident. Nothing wrong with that. But in having everything in black and white, especially for women, and when I say black and white, it's when you wrote down everything in your exercise and you can see all the different things that you've been doing. Maybe you had a hard time remembering, oh my gosh, what were, what was that thing I worked on? How long did I do that? Well, this is your opportunity to now start following through monthly or even weekly, honestly, depending on what your workload looks like. How often are you taking on different things? How often are you working on different projects? Start keeping what I call a work journal. And I will link that podcast episode here as well because it is extremely helpful. If you thought this exercise of writing down your job description and what you're doing now was helpful, the work journal is going to be extremely beneficial for you in your career growth. It's going to be helpful for preparing for interview questions for future roles. It's going to help you with your resume if you're looking to potentially leave your company at some point. Maybe you don't get that raise that you're looking for and you realize, okay, well, if I'm only going to get a one to three percent pay increase. Well, what if I decided to then apply for another company that had a slightly higher starting pay, right? What what percentage of an increase is that from your pay increase that you got that was pretty much a cost of living increase? This is why I think it's helpful to consider changing your job every couple of years at the very longest every couple of years that is the new norm so if someone says oh you have to be in your position for this amount of time no you certainly don't the average is less than two years right now for I'd have to double check the ages again in the age range of around 20 to I think mid 30s people are leaving their companies with less than two years uh, working for them. And companies are aware that they aren't going to keep their their team members that long unless they're treating them well with that experience and 
benefits that you provide as a team member, if they want to have you stay, then it's helpful to have that compensation to reflect it. And being treated really well with that company, people even are willing to make a little bit less if they really enjoy the work that they're doing. They really enjoy the people who they're working with as well. That makes such a difference to your own mental health and wellness. So that's something to consider as well. If this conversation doesn't go as well as you're hoping it will, then there are always options. I recommend looking into other companies even a couple of times a year to see, hey, what other jobs are out there? What are they paying for those jobs? Are they similar skills, but then I could add more skills to my repertoire? What does that look like? How could I continue to grow and develop and be a stronger team member or a stronger candidate for future roles and future growth, right? That is a great opportunity for you as well is considering what your options are if things don't go as well for you asking for that raise. All right, so we've gone through considering when you might be eligible for a raise, kind of having some self-awareness around that, uh, having that good relationship with your leader. How can we improve that as well? There are so many things that are going to be ongoing. This isn't a, hey, let's have one conversation and not have to revisit it for a whole nother year. I hope that through this training, you've recognized, okay, there's some areas where I could have improvement. And if not, then maybe you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Maybe you think, oh, I'm doing great at all of these things. I have a great relationship with my boss. I have a great this. I have a great that. Well, push yourself a little bit harder, I would say, in that regard, because I've been there myself where I've thought, oh, I'm, I'm kind of smooth sailing, but I'm also taking on additional responsibilities. I'm also doing these other things, which do help lead to future growth opportunities. And sometimes you have to consider, okay, am I taking these things on because I want to prepare for that next level of growth? So when I was in an entry-level role and I was taking on those additional tasks and responsibilities, I was running reports for my team leader. I wanted to take as much off of my team leader's plate as possible because I wanted experience in that role so that I could say, hey, I've already been doing a lot of these things. So it would be a really smooth transition for me to move from entry level to that next step, which was a team leader in that company. So sometimes that makes sense where you'll take on those additional job responsibilities, additional projects. And you're not necessarily hoping for a pay increase in your current position because you want to get promoted to that next position. But I don't think it hurts to ask for that raise. And it's something I wish I would have done in my preparation. Granted, I was in that entry-level role for about two years before I got promoted to that next uh, team leader position. So it wasn't like I was doing it for a very long time. I had a little bit less than a year of working on team leader type responsibilities before I got promoted into that role. So it felt like a equal trade-off. Hey, let me start taking on all these tasks. Let me start being seen as a bigger leader amongst my peers. I was already seen as a leader to a degree, but how can I be seen as more of kind of an authority figure? Uh, by helping take on some of these additional projects that were helping lighten her load as my team leader. 
And then it was a natural progression of saying, oh, hey, yeah, Nicole has been doing those things. It makes sense to have her as that next promotion uh, for the team. Having that kind of awareness as well and having that conversation with your leader. Hey, I know that my goal is to promote onto this team. And some of the things that I've taken on are from that team because I want to learn and grow and be most eligible for that next position that they have open. But I would say, what does it look like? What do you think that I should advocate for? Or what could you help me advocate for in terms of a pay raise from the additional work that I have been doing? I don't think you should do things that don't reap any benefits as far as a pay increase or potential title increase, which usually leads to a pay increase. But uh, it's worth having those conversations with your leader ongoing so they are aware of what you're doing. Communication is a huge piece of this so that your boss knows what you're working on. If you're looking to promote into another department, they know what you're working on and what you're excited about, what you're interested in, so that when there's a position available and you apply, they're not like, who? Who is this person? I've never talked to them. I've never seen them talk with our team. Uh, That's not necessarily the best route to go if you're kind of working quietly behind the scenes. I know that this is a lot of information to take on because there are so many different facets that lead to pay raises or title changes and pay increases. But if you want to feel confident in asking for a raise, depending on where you're at in your career and when your last pay increase happened or what that looks like, what you're going to do is apply that exercise and then the templates to start those conversations with your leader and see what needs to happen to help you get that raise right now or start having the conversations to make progress. All right, if you've enjoyed this, I think you will love the career journal that I've created. It will be also linked here as well. It has over 100 guided prompts that will help you expand your growth and development within your current position so that not only are you eligible for growth in your current role or current company, you would also be eligible for other opportunities out there uh, to be more marketable. And these different pages have themes so that for one theme, you'll have different reflective questions. And there are also podcast episodes reflected as well. So if you want, you could go through the whole book and not listen to one episode. You could simply reflect on the questions asked or the different exercises that are within the workbook. Or you can tune into each podcast episode as additional helpful information to help you show up as your best show up as your most confident self, and get what you truly deserve. My mission is that the world needs more female leaders, and I'm here to create them. I hope you found this content, this two-part series, extremely beneficial. It's a mini workshop of sorts where I have you writing down the specifics instead of listening to episodes where you're thinking, this is great, but then how do I truly apply it? I have realized that with episode 30 being my most popular episode of how to confidently ask for a raise, I wanted to give you even more information and ways for you to prepare to have this conversation with your boss. I hope you have taken great notes so that you do feel confident 
in what you've done in your career so far, what you've taken on, or maybe you have some additional awareness and recognizing the things that you can work on and recognize when you can ask for that raise. If you're not sure, my DMs are always open. Connect with me over on LinkedIn. Link is in the show notes. I would love to talk with you through how to prepare and asking for that raise if you have additional questions after this mini training. If you found this two-part series helpful, I would so appreciate you taking a moment if you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and clicking a five-star rating and leaving an actual review would be so helpful. It helps me to be more discoverable for other women like you who need additional guidance in their career. Thank you again for tuning in and I wish you the best of luck in asking for that raise. Until next time, we'll see you later.